Post politics, the only source for unfiltered, nonsensical, fakeish news that you never asked for. With your hosts, Matt McKinley and Aaron Ellis. Well, welcome back, Daylight Burners. Oh, I can hear him. Holy shit. Yeah. The miracle. Were you did you, were you able to hear the theme song? No, I couldn't hear shit. Oh, huh. Uh, oh, you mean this go round? Yes. 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 Okay. I heard that. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. I'd say it's weird. I so like I'm recording myself on uh, on a, the Streamyard platform right now with no fucking audio, but I can record it right here on my on my mixer just fine, and I can hear everything. But I, for whatever reason, it's not letting my mic go to the computer, and I don't know what the fuck. Matt, can you hear this? Eat shit. You hear that? Mm, I heard it loud and clear. Okay, that's good. Cool. <coughs> I, I feel I've, like we're I I've feel like we're shit. in Top Gun. I know. I've ate shit before, and it's it's not fun. I I don't recommend it. Um, I mean, I I mean, I kind of do. It toughens you up, builds up your immune system. But as far as like uh, pleasantness, I I don't. It's not pleasant. So on that end, I don't recommend it. Well, you have tasted ivermectin that tastes like uh, horse shit, right? Is that what? Oh, road apples. I'm sorry. Yes. Road apples. Yes. Granny Smith road apples. Granny Smith road apples. Fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> guy. Yeah. Granny Smith road apples. Um, I don't know how that didn't come up before, but anyway, we 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 remedied. We we uh, <laughs> we did it up like it was supposed to be done up. Um. It's been uh it's been a wild couple of weeks in the news, you know. Oh my god, dude, I can't I just I can't handle that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm a character on a South Park episode where you remember when Sharon's just on the couch mm-hmm. and she's watching the news and, and it's like, What are you doing, Sharon? Just, just watching the news. <laughs> Sharon. Sharon, you, you should stop watching the news, Sharon. But I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that's the same way I'm like I, I would be so much happier if I just didn't I, and I'm don't get me wrong I'm not unhappy by any means right. but like my life would be so much more pleasant if I didn't pay any attention to this shit but also I know that I should pay attention to this shit because it is important however well, fucking stupid it is you know what I, I've said it once I've said it again some days I just regret studying history and political science yeah. and econo- economics. Like, I, 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 ignorance is bliss. Oh, and, like, we're still in that cycle of just selective outrage. Like, <laughs> right? And, oh my God, yes, we are. Uh, so, we, we had this school shooting, which, fuck that chick. 
Fuck, uh, fuck the last school shooter. Fuck them all. Fuck, like uh, those, I would be. I'm not. I'm actually, you know, pretty anti death penalty. But for shit like that, I want you to keep that motherfucker alive so we can hang them in public. Like let people come for miles around to watch them hang, like they did in the good old days. And yeah, you don't. You don't get. Um, glorified in the media. You don't get your 15 minutes of fame. No, you get your, like, 13 seconds from when they read you your last rights to when that trap door falls and then just fucking it's over. You know, that's... For the, for the, for the listeners out there, they might be surprised. I am totally against the death penalty. I, Shocking to come from a, 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 a conservative hawk, ain't it? A little bit. And, uh, and I'm not against the idea of the death penalty. I'm, yes. I'm against the idea of these fucking clowns that are running things enforcing the death penalty. <laughs> that is, that is what I... Go, that's a great point. This that's is why I'm point. so anti-war as well. It's like, if we went to like straight-up war with Russia, take the nukes out of it, which you can't do, but like let's just say for... for uh, for saying's sake, that there are no nukes and it's just us versus Russia. And dude, we we would have Ukraine back in I, I don't say a short an amount of time, but we would just rain death upon the Russians and and the Ukrainians would be able to have their country back in a perfect world. Um but we're not in a perfect world and Joe Biden's the fucking commander in chief. And... That fucking guy, that fucking guy. Yeah. Like, I know you're trying to be camp. Well, no, I don't even know. Like, he must be that far gone. Did you hear how he started off the press conference? He yeah, had talking about chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, um. Tell me you don't give a shit without telling me you don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um. And then, of course, the right wingers are up in arms because they're they're like you're politicizing it, but this trans ideology has gone too far, and this is what like you're politicizing it, you're fucking politicizing it, <laughs> you know? Like maybe maybe let's uh, see what she had to say in her manifesto. Yes. Uh, like let's see what that was all about, and then let's make a further judgment. But in the meantime. Uh, why don't we give a big kudos to the Nashville PD or whatever oh, local, man. local PD that was, uh, those guys. Um, so, uh, Texas, you've lost your balls. Uh, Uvalde had a chance <laughs> to, to be heroes and know they were a bunch of fucking cowards for over an hour. Um, these dudes, uh, from when they pulled up to the school, still in the car, like not even in park yet. So like the, the, the body cam shows as they pull up to when they shot that bitch down was like three and a half minutes. Like that's, I'm not a big fan of cops, but that those are some cops doing their fucking job and they should be applauded. Well, and I love it. I can't remember what group it was some trans Alliance something. And you know, at first and foremost, I don't give a shit what you do. I don't care. I just don't fucking care. Do what you want. Fucking, I don't care. Don't get mad at me if I say sir or ma'am, and then you say ma'am, and then I'll correct it. But don't jump on my ass, all right? I'll correct it. Yes. But somehow, 
this trans group was like something like I can't even remember. I I don't even want to speak of it unless I see the quote. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can. I I can hear you. It's um. Let me because. There was I mean, a CNN this isn't a, deal that... This isn't a trans thing. Like, these people who are kind of over the top are just not... Like, there's good trans people, and then there's just not good human beings. Every race, every sex has it, okay? But if your message isn't sorry for these kids dying instead of so, uh, almost sympathizing with the shooter because she was trans, there's a fuck... That's a problem. That's a huge problem. Yeah. Um, and there, I can't. There I gotta was, pull this up. Yeah, there. I'm trying to find the on Twitter CNN like correcting themselves because they misgendered the shooter. Fuck the shooter. Um, I heard on Drinking Bros <laughs> earlier today the the guy said uh, uh and her pronouns are was were. And I'm like, you know what? Ooh, ooh. Fuck yeah. Ooh. Yeah, fuck ooh. your pronouns on this. Like I, I don't I don't care. I don't I don't I don't give two shits of, of how they identify. Um but why why are you correcting that for, for political rec- correctness sake? Like Jesus fuck man. Uh like it's it. It, it it's just and you know what? I feel like people will be honestly disgusted with what they, I got to find this tweet, what they tweeted, but somehow they'll warp it into you're against trans people. Uh-huh. Like, like today, like today they were, I, I saw some clip where some drags came into city hall because there was a bill to stop this tra- uh this um, <sighs> drag queen story hour. And like, they're dancing. They're literally dancing like a drag show. And let me tell you, I've been to many drag shows. Okay, I lived, I, I I lived with my cousin. He's gay. We went to drag shows all the time. I love they're they're fun, but there is no way I think a a kid should be going to a tra- uh, a um, God. Why can't I talk? A um, drag drag show. show, like they're like this is not sexual. I I saw the clip today. They were doing the same dances I've seen down at Shotgun Willie's. The same dances. Yeah, they're in like heels there's and <laughs> I just <sighs> and and you know what? I don't care. Like I like to go to drag shows. Don't ban them, but like seriously, you got a problem with this? Like being in schools with kids? Like how are you not trying to sexualize them? I don't uh, get. It. Yeah, and like you're you're getting crazy. You're getting real fucking crazy. And eventually the right wing side's gonna say, No, fuck you, we're gonna start shooting. And uh, yeah. <laughs> crazy begets crazy. And and you know what? It, at some point I'm gonna be like, I'm on the right winger side. It's time to start shooting because you guys are fuck you. Stay away from my kids. <laughs> like, you know, that's that that's what it's gonna turn to, turn into, and and like it that seems like it's rapidly approaching that point where you're just like, man, what the fuck are you guys doing? And and uh, can I can I ban you from seeing my kids, Matt? Um, you could try. I mean, 
since you're their fucking hero. You <laughs> I was going to say, like, I'm basically your kid's dad at this point. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, man. You eat shit. It's been a long fucking day. I don't need your fucking... I don't need your shit, and I don't need your boomer, you know, fucking can't even put on a podcast. <laughs> um, fucking guy. So I'm I'm looking right now, and uh, SSRIs is uh, trending on Twitter. Um, What's SSRIs? That's like all your antidepressants and uh, uh, like ADD medicine and all all these uh, all these fucking like Xanax and what whatever all the shit that just like numbs you know because used to be. It was big when we were coming up in the 90s, and, uh, and I think even more in the 2000s, where just like, oh, your kid is super hy- hyperactive, and so so instead of letting him play outside for a little while, let's let's put him on a bunch of pills and make him a zombie. <laughs> and uh, I think pretty much every recorded case of a, of a, a school shooting or mass shooting. Uh, the shooter has been on some sort of uh, pharmaceutical drugs. Well, and I was thinking today, too, and of course I don't know anything about the process, but I assume that if you if she truly was transitioning, you get, you get testosterone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and with my limited experience with, like, prednisone, which is a steroid, Mm-hmm. I took minimal amounts. I was a fucking maniac. Now, I don't know how it affects women, but I was a fucking maniac. <laughs> and this was this was not steroids. Steroids for my foot after I broke it. Not no fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger juice head. But, like, even pres- even prescription that was using to, to heal my broken foot or, you know, what was going on with my foot made me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's uh, it, it's it's crazy. Um, you know, like the roid rage has been a, a thing that people have talked about for a long time. Like that's been a a well known thing, and uh, yeah, now now you get like mentally unstable women also taking testosterone. Talk about a fucking recipe for disaster, dude. Oh. This show's starting to turn out real fucking <laughs> cheery. About, you got anything good? You got anything good, Matt? You got anything funny, Matt? Um, you always got something. We had some some funny shit. I uh, oh, let me let me. I think it'd probably be in our texts, but we had along this the same. It's just kind of a, a statement on just how fucking stupid this world is. Um, trans woman left sobbing in JFK airport after TSA agent hit her you testicles. Just had, you just had to, didn't you? I had to. <laughs> I, I fucking had to. I mean, okay, the, this is totally coming from a dude perspective, okay? Well, have you ever, have you ever, like, be a T, by a TSA agent been, like, raised in your dick or ball? No, I mean, like... Like right over by the zipper, they do like a quick little, you know, like across. But like, not nothing. At, no, like I've never, never got gooched by any mean. So like, <laughs> so not, then my next question is: Was this person 
like did the TSA sneeze and hit him, or did they um, did they say something snotty and the TSA gave him a little <laughs> just little, tap a little nut tap? I I hope <laughs> that's the case. Like, <laughs> like what happened? And if that that is the case, you know it's some like. 45 year old black dude just like i ain't got time for this shit (laughs) (laughs) i I, I ain't gonna call you a dude because i ain't about to get fired but i'm gonna give you a little little tappy on the sacky i just feel like if in any of these situations video never helps out you know it just inflames the situation but in this situation I, i need to see video yeah like we need we need uh, the boys in uh, New York for the uh, NFL the referee association take a look at this and see if there's any uh, player misconduct on the field. Yeah, uh, ab- absolutely. Because um, I'm just I'm not. I, I don't know how much I buy it, you know. And I feel like the the only time you've been racked like how the article describes is by your boys. I don't even think if I'm rude, somebody stuck that to me. I no. don't know. I don't it, It's, um, I don't know. But So this one says, a transgender woman was left in tears at JFK Airport after she claimed a TSA agent punched her in the testicles. Let's, punched uh, her? Let's re- repeat that sentence. A transgender woman was left in tears at JFK Airport after she claimed a TSA agent punched her in the testicles. While she was going through <laughs> security, I was like, "Ah, I I don't give two shits about your pronouns if you're not like if if you're not going to follow through, then I don't know. I I'm not sure how much I respect that. <laughs> okay, who report is this? Is this New York Post? Yeah, it's New York Post. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like, love I love the New York Post. You know they have like they have the best just uh, openings. What what titles to their uh, article? Oh don't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. The the headlines. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's quite quite amusing, and uh, so let me let me pop this up on screen so. We can for the folks listening around oh. the world. Oh, would you would you tell me what's happening, Matt? Since you fucking such a boomer, you can't even work your shit. Would you tell me? I'm gonna try. I, okay, I'm, I'm sure going to try. I'm. Uh, I, I honestly don't know what the fuck happened with my audio, but. <laughs> I, it's like I told you over the text. Like the Mr. NSA man was like, I'm not listening to these fucking morons today. Exactly. And um well luckily for him, um he still has to because I've I've got backups. <laughs> I because I'm good. a I'm a professional podcaster and I, I've got, got I've got backups. So anyway, an un- unidentified the unidentified plier took to social media to vent about the incident in which she said the agent uh quote humiliated her in front of everyone in a series of posts that have since been deleted according to the outlet. So this was a Daily Mail originally reported. Well, we'll go to that one here in a minute. Because uh, Daily Mail is even better than the New York Post on their headlines. And, uh, and just um, the coyness that they, that they use in their articles. Like, 
Um, I'm not a big fan of the Brits either, but goddamn, they are funny sometimes. <laughs> they, they insult you. It's yeah, it's so unique when they insult you. Mm-hmm. It makes you think that they're not insulting you. Yeah, exactly. By their tone. Mm-hmm. So this is, I guess, a transcript of the the deleted post. So, so hi. So a TSA agent at JFK Airport punched me in the genitalia, yelled at me for having a penis, and humiliated humiliated me in front of everyone's uh, after I yelled at me. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. And humiliated me in front of everyone after I told her to please stop. Uh, She captained a photo of her crying in the airport bathroom, according to a screenshot of the post. (coughs) But the embarrassment didn't stop there, according to the woman. The TSA agent followed me into the woman's bathroom and began talking about me to a co-worker while I sobbed in in the stall. Uh, What? While she she wrote asking friends on the internet for advice as to what she should do. No. Uh, Come on. (laughs) Okay, um, from the picture, how old is this person? Um, Probably 20s. Like, I'd say mid-20s. Oh man, I hate to sound like such a boomer, but any anybody under thirty that I don't know personally, I'm a little bit skeptical with stories like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a follow up <laughs> post, she said she was left crying for for over an hour and said, "My balls still hurt so bad." <laughs> <laughs> Did I? Okay, that also too. If <laughs> If this dude hit her in the balls right in front of everybody like that, because she was getting packed out when it was in front of everybody, she's humiliated, right? Mm. There is no fucking way that she would have been the only person to report this. Because, like, if your balls hurt after an hour, somebody really... They, like, Mike Tyson's you in that boxing game from Nintendo. Yeah. That, like, knockout. That... Yeah, that like happened. a finishing move. Yes. Um, my balls still hurt so bad. <laughs> Side note, what's the longest your balls have hurt? Um, and what was the circumstance? I, straight up hurt maybe like 15, 20 minutes, and that was like not only getting nut tapped but also getting like the tip of the dick all in the, yes. in one foul foul swoop and that, then you just get like that that just pit of your stomach just hurts who got you that good uh, i was one of my nephews oh so you can't hit him you can't strike him back oh no no i got, i've got them multiple times like oh, I, okay. it, it was it was well justified um, okay, got but they only got me once. Um, my my stupid nephew. Um, I I went to to nut tap him one time, and it was the only time ever he's blocked it, and uh, <laughs> and he was so proud of himself, and he's like, oh yeah, like spreads his arms way out, and I just go, huh, pow, <laughs> just I mean, just unloaded. <laughs> Like full, Did he, he full, learned he like, learned that day. Oh yeah, <clears throat> it was like all four fingers like clapping up against each other before they struck his scrotum, and uh-huh. and just 
right to his knees. <laughs> right, right to his knees. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. It's so funny. I, I like it. Sucks so bad when it happens to you, but it's so funny when it happens to somebody else. Hey, uh, mine was <laughs> so. This was such a good life lesson. Like I, I have to say, I respect my dad more and more every day because you can find things out even though you've been out of this house for like 10 years, uh-huh. 15 years. So the worst time ever. Oh my God. I could still remember. I drive by this fucking field every time to go pick up Emmett and my balls hurt just thinking about it. <laughs> so I passed this, I passed this field and it used to be Regis high school baseball field. Right. And I think, fuck, what was I? It was his sophomore or junior year and I was playing baseball in high school. And for some fucking reason, some fucking reason, both of our catchers were out, right? And mm. I, I was like the backup, backup catcher. I just fucking, I hated doing it. And we're getting fucking pummeled. Regis is kicking the shit out of us. We're probably like down 10 nothing. And it's the fucking fourth inning, so we got three innings to go. And fucking, our pitcher is getting rocked. We just have nobody else to throw, you know? So he's getting hit. Bam, 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 one after the other. And this fucking guy, and I was wearing a cup, this fucking guy throws a heater, like, right down the middle. And he'd been mm. doing it all game. It fucking ricocheted, bounced down on the ground, and then got actually hit so hard it got into my cup. Oh. So bounced upward. I was down for like 10 minutes. Fucking asshole Nick. Fucking asshole Nick. What, what do you think that fucker did? I was down that long. Did he come he, over he, and tag you? No. He fucking laughed the whole goddamn time. Nice. <laughs> it hit so hard. It hit so hard that I couldn't walk. And we only had nine fucking players. So after about 10 minutes, I get up. They're like, dude, you got to play right field. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm playing right field. Of course, they they are so damn good. They hit it right to me. Like, what what was a single turned into a triple because I could not fucking barely move. You, you look like Joe Biden playing right field. Oh, <laughs> I, look, I look like fucking I fell down Air Force One and hit my balls on every goddamn step. Okay, that's, that's the picture. But how my dad comes into it. So that night we were fucking going to go camping up in Sedalia and high school camping was just drinking and sleeping in your car. Mm-hmm. So I went up. My balls were fucking hurting all night. Of course, get shit faced. Absolutely hammered. I fucking come home the next day and my I always played off like my balls hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was like because I was supposed to move somebody that day. Hit one of his buddies and he's like, well, you're still going to go move, right? And it's like, yeah. So I was actually hung over. My balls didn't hurt. Came out fine years later. My dad knew I was fucking hung over. He knew I was full of shit. My punishment <laughs> was to move this fucking guy who was moving to Hawaii. Yeah, sounds fucking, about right. Like, <laughs> dude, more and more, I was like, that is the exact way you should have handled it. Like, the exact way you should have handled, you know, high school drinking. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I, I had to I had to go haul hay every time uh, I came in late. And... Um, yeah, it, that there there's nothing that will sweat alcohol out of you quicker than loading an enclosed stock trailer uh, <laughs> with with uh you know small bales of hay. 
it is fucking miserable. Like, yeah, even, or, even in the, like the dead of winter, it just gets so fucking hot in there, and and it's physical work, and you're sweating. So then it gets like humid, and, and you just sweat like a fucking pig. And yeah, uh, kind of like killing prairie dogs. Yeah, not not as bad, but you so, know. So I I was able to do some uh, and some investigating on this. Uh, trans chick that got punched in the balls at the okay. <laughs> at the airport um okay there there was a, a twitter handle at the bottom of uh the photo and and okay. so, so she's at massive clay on twitter at massive clay? mass of clay mass of oh because she's being molded got it yeah got um it. her bio his bio um I don't know if the if it's the balls bio or, or just the the female parts of, if it's that bio, but um, I'm not sure how all that works. But it says stop talking about me. Children died yesterday. Where are your priorities? Rest in peace, little ones. Um, but also in her bio, she has a link to a word processor document on Google. It's called Untitled parentheses negative. 2023. First sentence. Are you ready for this one? Okay. Standing naked with her penis and breasts exposed. Jade Guarano Karuki Olivio Olivo stares forward, paying gallery onlookers no mind. Her penis and breasts exposed. I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just like I know you want us to take you seriously, but you're making it really fucking hard to do so. Making it real fucking hard. I I I don't know. I I mean, I don't <laughs> I'm all for people, you know, living their best life, doing their thing. I, I, I don't care. I, I really, I'll, I'll never understand the gay thing because I'm not gay. I'll never understand the trans thing. I, I, don't, I don't get it. But I do know, like, when you make one thing, that's what, that's your whole life. That's what you're about. You're, I, I, I don't like you. Whether if, like, Where? You're, you're a, <laughs> if you're, like, a full-time Trump guy, like, that's, that's your, your identity is you're a Trump guy. I, I'm not a fan. If you're like full time like Democrat, just like I'm, I'm Democrat operative, whatever. Just Democrats this, Democrats that. I don't like you because um, it shows me you don't have an original thought in your head. And it's like you're a gay dude. Like be an interesting gay dude. Like have have some substance to you. But if like your entire life is that I'm a gay dude, <sighs> you, you probably people aren't gonna want to hang out with you. Same way, if like that's your only thing about you is you're trans, and that's what you want people to know is that you're trans, and these are my pronouns. Guaranteed, people don't like you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure on that. I just, and you know what? I think it's like everything else. I feel like the loudest voices mm-hmm. are not the majority. No, they're it's not. It's like they're not everything even close. else. Like, I, you know, again, I live with my gay cousin for two years 
and learned a ton about that community. And you know, like they have the same problems like in any community. There's just there's the rabble rousers. I don't even know what to call them. They're the the, the activists. They just, they're they're just the, they're full time activists. And if it's not gay marriage, then it's on to the next thing. And it's just like <sighs> there's got you got to be concerned with more than just political shit. Right, like you gotta have, be have something else going on. Like go go play some frisbee golf. You know, I mean, something. No, we don't want we don't want more hippies. That's true. No more hippies, dude. I mean, I'd I'd take hippies over these these trans activists. Oh my god, I, I can't I mean, believe I'm I'm agreeing with. You. I know. I it pains me to say it, but fuck. I, I mean, and I'm not talking about like the real hippies, like the old school hippies that were, you know, like that just like went out in the woods and lived alone. Like I'm fine with those hippies. I don't. I don't those guys got a lot of shit right, but like the trust fund hippies that we that we went to college with. Right. The, some of the worst people on earth. Um, a bunch of them are probably of, now trans activists. Honestly. Um, um, speaking of hippies, did you see what Jane, fucking Jane Fonda, dude? Oh yeah, she's calling for murder. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, that's <sighs> another example. This lady is terrible. How um, how are people still listening to her? And you know, I'm an anti-war guy. But fuck Jane Fonda, I I'm I'm still uh, I'm still a child of a Vietnam vet, like a, a bronze right. <laughs> a bronze star with tabs for bravery Vietnam vet, uh, you know shrapnel embedded in the back of his head fucked him up for life, uh, but served his country because they he this country asked him to, not well didn't ask he told they told him to, but still, fuck Jane Fonda, <laughs> like, two out of two out of three is good. Yeah, fuck Jane Fonda, dude. Um, She's a terrible human being. I, you can be you can be anti-war and still be pro-America. You can still you can still sympathize with the guys that got fucking drafted to go over there. You know how many people wanted to go over there? Like seven, seven people wanted to go over there, and then <laughs> they they drafted everybody else. It, it was uh, yeah, fuck Jane Fonda. She she's a piece of shit. When when she oh she's so when, bad. When man. she had POWs slipping her letters, and then she in turn handed them to the to the commander there at the at the Hanoi Hilton as, as she was leaving. Fuck that bitch. That's fucking crazy. I don't know how how could you not be charged with treason, mm. or is that even there? Uh, I don't get that, man. Well, I don't it's not get treason because we weren't officially at war. You know, it was a police, oh yeah, yeah police that's action. Right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the same way how uh, Obama funded Al-Qaeda in Syria, who then fought us in Iraq. But uh, that that's not considered treason because we're not technically at war, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm turning to such a <laughs> fucking libertarian. Gosh, damn, it's, man. And it's not Ugh. even me. It's the government that does it. Like, when, <laughs> when, you, when you see these fucking clowns, just like I, I don't understand world politics, even to like a minuscule degree, as some people do. But I know I could do a better job than what these fuckers have done the, the past forty years. I know I, I could, I could get America in a better spot than we have been, <laughs> like w- without half the bloodshed. 
like a, a fraction. Fucking fraction. These, these guys are fucking idiots. You know what? I, I, I totally believe you on your statement there. But it's just it's just so funny that you bring that idea up and I find that idea to be a good idea. But then I also remember Matt who knew me for six months running down the street and I was chasing after him. And of course Matt was drunk and he swung on me like a ballerina and then continued running the other way. <laughs> well, that's how, you know, I'm not a pacifist. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't get in fights that I don't need to for the most part. <laughs> I get a little carried well, away here and there, but I, I don't. <laughs> that, that one was quite unnecessary. We, we had just had a, uh, didn't Brad have an MIP the, the the week before? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> You're such a fucking douche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh... Yeah, but anyways, it was, um... I, I, I just... Th- these, these fucking idiots that we keep electing, like, they have lost all my confidence. I, <clears throat> I don't want to be this crazy libertarian guy, but I just, I've seen what has happened. And I would rather that our, you know, form of government work how it's supposed to, but it's not, and it hasn't been for quite some time. And, oh, we're, like, are, are we going to war with Russia? Or are we going to war with China? Are we going to do both? And also, are we, like, we're getting back in the Middle East, it seems like? Like, what the fuck are we doing, man? Why don't we just drill some oil over here and flip the bird to the rest of the world and say, like, figure it out. When you're done, come come, uh, come talk. We'll, uh, we'll trade some shit with you. I'm telling you, man, it all stems from that pullout. Oh, yeah. It all, <laughs> just as, as is tradition, it all stems from the pullout. Yeah. I mean, well... This time, this time it it, <laughs> it it stems from the pullout, but it's also like, no, I mean, I mean that was supposed to be a joke. That, yeah, I know, I know. The yeah, pullout. did you did you get the that? Pullout. You My pullout that? game was was really good till it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, you dirty uh, birdie. <laughs> um, yeah, so. But, like, they, they keep getting us into these wars that we're never going to win. Like, they knew really early on in Vietnam that we there was no winning that. Um, they knew really early on in Afghanistan and Iraq and even Syria, like, there's no winning that. Um, they Like, Hillary Clinton, did you see that she's, uh, she's teaching a, a course oh. at Columbia... Would you okay? I sent that over. Would you pull up that promotional video? Yeah. Uh, did you? That was on on text, right? I think. Yeah, it was a, a, twi- a tweet. Oh my god, it's so fucking. Oh. It, it's it's definitely our type of cringe, man. It is so cringe. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, just un uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's so so awful. <laughs> I, I found it. Uh, and she uses her, her like, I'm sorry, she has one of the creepiest smiles I've ever seen in my oh. life. She scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, she's like, uh, she's like head gremlin or something like that. Um, <laughs> here we go. 
Oh my god. What is it? Can you hear it? Clinton, she's running. What? Yes. What? Hillary's running again? I know, I heard that so crazy. This is wild. She's running again. Here I am. Hillary, you're running again. She was like hobbling in there. I sure am, Karen. I just got here early. Here I am. What class we're teaching together on foreign policy decision making? Classes don't start until. September. Yeah, but I wanted to be prepared, Karen. You know, when it comes to crisis situations, you've always got to be prepared. Prepared? Holy I fuck. I you're more prepared than anyone to teach this course. Now, what are we going to Oh, for? my God. Is this a campaign video? Room. Yes. No, and I'll it's cover the a marketing of political decision-making and strategy. Mm -hmm. And I'll cover what it was actually like in the room during the bin Laden raid. I'm going to set the record straight. The Gaza ceasefire, you name it. Okay, but are you ready for whatever questions the students throw at you? <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, Karen, I've got to run. <laughs> Bring it on, because I'm going to murder them later. <laughs> uh, I, I will uh, make sure that they commit suicide by shooting themselves in the back of the head twice. <laughs> like, it, that's still, I, okay. Even if you don't think Benghazi and all that stuff isn't serious, you're a hack if you cannot at least admit that that was not that was not done well. No, not not at all. It was like who thought it was a good idea to have her on camera again? <laughs> uh, for first, for starters, but then this is she's teaching a, a class on foreign policy at Columbia University. This is the lady whose like crowning achievement as Secretary of State it was throwing uh, Mo uh, overthrowing Muammar Gaddafi in Libya, and now Libya regularly has like open air slave auctions, like literal slave auctions now. After... Do they really? <laughs> yes. Jesus. Um, and like I think they're just now like kind of coming to some sort of. Um, semblance of a political structure after after that whole overthrow in in twenty twelve. Um, so they've been in civil war for ten years, based on the recommendations of Hillary Clinton, and she's teaching a class on foreign policy. She's going to tell you what it was really like. What it was really like. Um, she could tell. She could tell students, but not. Not a uh, committee. Dude, um, say what you will about Biden, but man, if Hillary was, was uh, president, we would already be like 200,000 <laughs> troops on the ground in Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, she's a fucking monster, dude. You know what would happen? She would order us to war, and then Bill, because he can't be president again, would like have to start doing USO shows with his saxophone. <laughs> with his fucking saxophone. Uh, it's all right. We're sending in. We're sending in Bill. Yeah, but it's only like one night occasions because he's vegan now, so he can't. He can't stay oh. overnight. Yeah, he's, he's fucking <laughs> vegan. I did not know. I, I did not know that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so the world's kind of, kind of a mess. Um, 
the Bron- bit. The Broncos seem like they're making some decent moves uh, on offensive line. That seems. Oh man, that remember what I said, dude? I always wanted Rams check over yeah. Bowls. Yeah. Fucking a. That I, was it, dude. They they went and got M- uh, McGlinchey. That that was a good pickup. It seems like they, if if he's still if he's still got some shit in the tank, that's a that's a hell of a right tackle. Well, he's young. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking he, young. Because he's, like, just coming off his, like, what, second contract or whatever? Uh, la, 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 la. I think, maybe. <laughs> um, well, he's, it, like, I think he's, like, well, how old is Bulls? 27, 28? Um, something like that. He's, well, no, you can't, you can't do that because even, that was another thing. It was crazy they took Bulls. Because Bolts is like three years older than yeah, Rams check. That's true. That that is true. I, I think McGlinchey is what like a year back from from Rams check. Um, I I can't remember. Something. I think I think McGlinchey was the same year as um. What's what was the dude from? That's at Indy. Oh God. You know who I'm the talking Holy about. Grail. Yeah. The Holy Grail. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. I think him, Oh my god. I think him and McGlinchey were at uh Notre Dame at the same time. That, they in, they were. Yeah. So you had uh you had um Nelson at guard and McGlinchey at tackle. Like how they didn't like do better. Did you... Like I don't know how they didn't do better, honestly. Oh yeah, man! They oh god! I wish we would have gotten we we could have gotten Quentin Nelson. You know, you know who we got instead? Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Apparently, they were only concerned about um, t-shirts of uh, I got a Chubb. That's, I mean, that's all we were concerned about. Solid marketing, though. <laughs> that, like Nelson's not going to come anywhere close in the marketing category, but no, he no, he's not. yeah. He'd been he'd been still starting at at guard for the Broncos had they <laughs> drafted him. So there's that. I mean, Rams check I same got, way. It's. <clears throat> I mean, it's a good. I think they're doing good. They're spending money. They're doing like what the Rockies don't ever do. Mm-hmm. And oh, even if the Rockies were like hit and miss fifty percent of the time, I can handle it because they're doing what they need to do. Like it's hard to find guys. And some guys don't pan out. But, oh, dude, like, I don't know if they're going to be good. I don't know if they're going to be bad. Like, <clears> they <throat> still need they still need a D uh, lineman. They still need a slot um, cornerback. Yeah. Uh, who knows what the fuck Russell Wilson's going to do. One thing I did hear on uh, radio today, though, is uh, Sean Payton had his first press conference, and he is not fucking around. He was, like, kind of distanced. Uh, hack it. Um, they they asked him like, "Oh, are you gonna have uh, tackle um, post uh, preseason this year?" He's like, "Yeah, this is tackle football." <laughs> like, so, he's nice. like, "We had a way to do it. We had a way to do it before, and we're doing so, we're doing the right way." He's like, "We're going back to basics." Well, that that's that's nice to hear. Um, I like Sean Payton. As I, Sean Payton was obviously a really good head coach. Um, 
he also had Drew Drew Brees, who was really fucking good quarterback. Russell Wilson, for all intents and purposes, was a pretty damn good quarterback until he came to the Broncos, and then ah, uh, I mean, I'm starting to think that's Pete Carroll. It might be, but still, it was Russell Wilson on the field, and he put up some numbers, and he had some. Cl- I mean, he wasn't. I wouldn't put him in the elite of the league, but he was pretty damn good. Um, so I I think I think you're right on the Pete Carroll side of things. I think he he had a, a lot bigger hand in it than we we realized and at look, the time. Look what he did to Geno Smith uh-huh. this year. Yeah, like that. You know, with with Belichick and Brady, it's starting to seem like it was for both of them. Like yeah. both of them were making it. Uh, this might be a little bit more Pete Carroll. Yeah, yeah, that's that's may, maybe so. Um, either way, y- you don't put up those kind of numbers consistently like he did, and not have some sort of talent. And and maybe he lost it. Maybe he's just he's he's washed up now. Um, or maybe he uh, maybe he'll do good this year. I don't fucking know. I I I, I just don't like him, man. I don't either. Like, he's so, I mean, he is such a, such a fucking cornball, dude. Like he is. He's yeah, I've never n- seen not a, a real super, person. I've never seen a superstar be a tryhard that hard. Oh, it's like he has he has money, he uh-huh. has a wife, and he has a Super Bowl. I I just feel like, dude, you have nothing to prove. Why don't you just come on down here with the boys, be a part of the team? Yeah. Okay. And Can we do that? On paper, they should have won a lot of games this year. That that defense was nasty. I oh, mean, the defense was better than I thought. The defense was was disgusting, dude. I I won a lot of money. Well, I I won't say a lot of money because I didn't bet a lot of money, but I won consistently betting Denver uh, with the points because that defense was was so good. Matt still has his house. I still have my house. I I was I think I ended up uh, a little over even for for the football season. I was cleaning up on uh, March Madness until uh, the Elite Eight. Oh, and the Elite Eight did not treat me well. I haven't seen. I I watched. I'm so glad I didn't spend money this year. I watched mm. zero basketball, and just was like, oh, I'm just you know every one every year it seems like there's two or three ones in the Final Four. Nope. No, not, not this a year. single one. A no, three and a four and a three and a four. Yeah, it, it's fucking crazy. I uh, my my bracket was busted almost immediately, but the, on the individual games, I did pretty good. Um, I I was up like one hundred twenty five bucks after the after the second round. Do you just do like individual games or what? Yeah, and I was just betting the spread or like on the. <clears throat> like if they were heavy favorites, I'd 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 bet them the the favorite money line, and then I'd I'd I'd, uh, I'd bet the under. Just tournament time, like it seems there's not very many like shootout games. It's all like a lot of defense in the tournament. So right, and um, those were like I was I was fucking on a roll. Um, Elite Eight did not treat me very well. Like I. I'm still up for the tournament, but man, I I thought I was going to be up a lot more. 
Well, no, you suck, Matt. Um, but I did have I I picked after <laughs> the first round. I picked UConn to win it all because I was listening to a couple different podcasts, and uh, that's looking like a good bet. So that that's uh, that'll pay out at two fifty if uh, if that nice. Hits. Yeah. So um, good luck. Yeah. So that. Um, but I had K State. Uh, I picked them to win it all at, at the one point two. They were they were they had really good odds and <laughs> I don't I didn't watch the the game they lost. I watched all all the rest <laughs> of them. But, yeah, I don't know. It's this is the first time I've watched basketball in forever uh, as well, and it's been it's a fun been a fun tournament to watch. There's been some really good games. Dude, I just can't, man. Unless CSU's playing. Like, I don't watch Duke much anymore. You know, the Shane Battier days are over. Yeah. Krzyzewski's gone. Um, uh, Krzyzewski's basketball... a whiskey. Um, speaking of basketball, have you been watching this? I know we talked about it a little bit, but have you been watching this ongoing saga with um, Jokic and Embiid lately? Um, I saw something about it, but I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's still over, like, what the... It's it's racist to to vote Jokic Jok- uh, as uh, as the MVP again. No, it's um, it's it's more intense than that. So let's go back. Okay. So, what was it about a month and a half ago? Perkins on ESPN was brought basically brought up the idea that it was racist that Jokic was in the lead for the MVP, even though you know. Not many white guys actually get the MVP. Whatever. Yeah. So that happened. So the Nuggets were playing the 76ers last night, and mm-hmm. everybody had this on their calendar, Jokic versus Embiid. Mm-hmm. And Embiid was, like, talking shit on Jokic. Like, he was he was saying, well, you know, I haven't been an MVP and not won a championship. I'm like, you fucking bitch. So then game night. It comes out that Embiid's not actually playing because he has a calf, even though they've um, there's a policy in 76er land that he gets a rest every once in a while. But they wanted to make sure it was inju- injury, so it's not like he's ducking out a uh, one-on-one with oh, Jokic. Which I'm, so it's not confirmed that his calf, like, he got hurt last year, so they're, they're managing his uh, playing time. But it's just, it's a, okay, let's say his calf is hurt, okay? Let's say his cap is hurt. Why would you fucking the the day of the the game say something like that on on radio talking about how he he's never been an MVP that hasn't won a championship? Like you little bitch. Like that's that, such that shit Well, I guess I don't know. I don't follow it enough in basketball, but there that shit happens all the time where the MVP doesn't win a win a, a championship all the time. Yeah, all the time. Like when Adrian Peterson went for for two thousand yards, he was MVP, and they were nowhere close to winning the championship. I, I don't even know if they made the playoffs. Did um another the one MVP that I keep on thinking of besides Brady, um, Aaron Rodgers? Did he? I, he has like three, but has he won the championship championship in his MVP year? Only uh, maybe only one. Maybe right? he's because he's only got one ring. So, and I know he's had at least two or three MVPs. Mm. Uh, <laughs> like 
It's bitch made, dude. It's man, so fucking. Aaron Rodgers is really hard to like. like oh man, he's a he's a great fucking quarterback. Um, talent wise, it's like him and Mahomes, one and two of the best I've ever seen play the game. But he's just um, he's hard to like. Question: Does his his um, Peaky Blinder haircut just make you hate him even more? <laughs> I know it does. Um, it, it's not so much that I hate him. I'm just like, ah. I feel like I would like him so much. I don't hate him, but I feel like I would like him better if he didn't have that fucking haircut. I don't know. I just like, even when he was doing the, the Allstate commercials, I didn't care for him at all. And... <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know, but I was a Peyton Manning guy. Like, I fucking love Peyton Manning. That that that's one of my favorite people on to to ever play the game and also uh, on camera. Like, I fucking love Peyton Manning. He's a goober, but he's uh, he's got a great sense of humor and he's personable. And like Aaron Rodgers is just not. It's like, don't interview him. Just like let him go play the game. And he he. Like he's fun to watch play football because he's really fucking good at quarterback, right? But I don't like him outside of that. I just don't care for him. I don't hate him. I'm just like I, I just I don't care for him. <laughs> I know, dude. And and again, I know we we said this last go round, but he is literally falling into the same pattern that Brett Favre. Yeah, I know it. I literally. He he's gotta he's gotta get somebody pregnant real quick, so he can have a daughter <laughs> that goes to school at uh, Cal Berkeley that he can siphon a bunch of welfare funds allegedly, uh, allegedly from the state to build a, a stadium for, <laughs> you know like he, he he's got to get some bitch pregnant real quick uh, so he can continue to follow in that those footsteps you know, <laughs> and he he went to the Jets. You yeah, know what I, I wish he, he they, instead they finally, of doing they finalized that or is he it's still kind of no it's it's done oh okay except you know what this he's not going to do uh, Wrangler jeans he's going to promote um, Daisy Duke uh, jean shorts or like Lululemon or some shit like that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah uh, but like uh, the hippie version of Lululemon <laughs> a lot of flowers. Um, well, and, like, organic everything, you know. Got it. <laughs> I think, I heard the other day that they're updating the organic label for, uh, for the USDA because, um, seems, I don't know if you've noticed how just everything's fucking organic nowadays, and, like, um, what, what, what even, what even qualifies for... I, I, I don't organic. know anymore. Uh, so, like, when we were in college, that, <coughs> that school farm where I worked at, yeah, <coughs> we had organic stuff, and we had to have, a like, a 50-foot buffer between the organic fields and the stuff where we sprayed uh, pesticide and, and herbicide. Okay. I think it was a minimum 50-foot barrier. Um, but you had to... Essentially, you couldn't have any, like, man-made chemicals that you sprayed on it. Um, I don't know what uh, what it requires nowadays. Um, my dad used to sell 
or market our beef as uh, organic because he did. Yeah. Because he, uh, we had just a real small herd, and so we didn't do vaccines or, or anything. We just, uh, and if we if we doctored one, we didn't we didn't sell that. We just kept that one <laughs> back for us. And uh, uh-huh. and so, but he sold it. He's, I mean, he had real small small market. And he just sold to uh, some kind of high end uh, restaurants, and I sold some in like Colorado Springs and and Santa Fe and a couple different places, but. He marketed it as organic, but that was before the USDA required an organic label. And then once that came in the deal, he stopped. He uh, stopped doing his beef that way. And I, I don't fucking know, man. It's just like it's in another marketing term at this point. <laughs> um, I would like to think that maybe there's uh, a little less chemicals sprayed on the product, but. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it just it seems like it's a label that everybody puts on. And uh, Yeah. Uh but I, I guess they're going to tighten the regulations on that which I I don't know. Is it going to do anything? Probably not. Probably not. Oh man, I don't know, dude. I just fucking don't know. I don't know. It's a weird uh That's a that's a weird one, the, the organic shit. It's um, I mean, it's it's kind of like um, on the beef side of things. They have uh, product of America, but they can they can blend um, U.S. produced beef with like Brazilian beef and grind it all in the same product and label it product of America. What? Okay, <clears throat> total uh, total dummy question. Mm-hmm. What happens if some of that Brazilian beef or American beef is tainted? Wouldn't that make it harder to pin down where like an infection would come from? Um. Yes. Yes. It okay. <laughs> so wasn't that stupid? Of no, no, it, it's not. Um. So, and th- this gets to some of the the bitches that the that the ranchers have with the Packers is. Is shit like this where they like they're they're like proudly labeling their product uh, a product of the USA, but uh, according to the regulations, like it's not doesn't actually have to be necessarily. Um, Does it have to be a sixty forty split? Is there a certain no? It just put in there. So when they make hamburger in these big packing plants, um, so like if you go to your like a local uh, butcher and say you buy a steer from from a rancher and and have it butchered for your your own personal consumption, they will take all the that like they'll cut the roast, the steaks, and everything, and then all the, like the trimming stuff gets thrown into a big pile with uh, with a little bit of fat, and then they they grind that all up, and so all your hamburger comes from that one animal. In one of those big packing plants, uh, you're looking at like five, six hundred animals that uh, that make up a tube of of hamburger because they just they take all the trimmings and throw it together, and then the the beef that we produce here in America is all corn fed and it's got a higher fat content. <coughs> and you know, for for hamburger, they want a, a leaner product, so they they want more lean to it, so they have to take lower quality trimmings and and uh blend in with uh with the like the the higher quality uh beef trimmings uh to make uh to make a leaner product i mean and it ha- it happens all the time it's it's not a it's not nothing new and it's not nothing bad necessarily but 
instead of <clears throat> like instead of like going out and and buying cull cattle from from ranchers out here that that happens too but they also import a bunch of shit from uh like brazil and uh Namib- namibia and argentina uh which is all now, a lot of that's uh grass-fed so as a doesn't have a high fat content it's a leaner leaner product and then they blend it with uh domestic product and it makes you know like your <laughs> your eighty-five fifteen blend of uh, or your eighty twenty whatever it is of of uh, ground beef. Oh, that may okay. Yeah, right. yeah. So which I and I'm not a I'm not opposed to that at all, and I'm not necessarily in favor of like m- making it mandatory uh, labeling, like you have to label where everything comes from. But motherfucker, you shouldn't be labeling as a product of the U.S. if it's not all U.S. produced cattle that 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 went into that product. That's it. Seems like uh, you know, didn't we have like the truth in advertising stuff like quite a while ago? Yes, we did. We did. <laughs> I mean, that it seems like that that falls squarely under that that truth in advertising uh, part of you know part of the government. You know, like. Um, the government, <laughs> the government, um, which is also another reason why, like, I'm opposed to these regulations because they're like, they're gonna create another department that's supposed to enforce all this shit, but eventually they won't because, um, you know, one of the packing companies will slip a b- bunch of money to so and so's campaign, and they'll make sure that they get the right people in that department, you know. I don't know why this came up. I, you know, you have just a lightning bolt yeah. in your head. Um, totally off topic. What we were talking about. Um, <clears throat> did you see uh, my orcas on the hill? No. Was it today. Um, he's oh. the he's the DHS secretary, right? Yeah. The, the, is it? Yeah. Department. Or, yeah. Homeland, so DHS, Homeland Security. Yeah. DHS is in charge of the border. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so yeah, him. And it's just... It, see if you can find some highlights, because that, that was one more thing I wanted to... Oh, yeah, we so, got we to gotta talk about... Because uh, we, we didn't really talk about um, Matt Taibbi last time all, all that much, and we, we probably should have. That Oh, yeah, that... Oh, you mean that old chestnut? That, that, that uh, you know, so-called journalist... <laughs> Like God, that, dude, that that's fucking, fucking crazy. That's and and again, uh, and again, I mentioned on the podcast, like, okay, you know what? Get just for once, take off your political hat. If you can't see that that Taibi situation with the IRS coming to his door on that day, mm. whether it was a mistake or not, is a bad look. Yeah, you, you gotta, you got you gotta soul search, man, and say like, am I just a hack right now? Am I just a hack right now? Oh, it, and when fucking, of all people, Debbie Wasserman Schultz was, was like, um, you made a bunch of money on this. You made a bunch of money on this. I'm a fucking journalist. That it's literally his job is to write and report on, <laughs> on breaking literally news. His job. To and and then get paid for it, like, are are we? Is this supposed to be like a a slave job now? Like, 
all journalists <laughs> like are not supposed to be compensated for their work now? Is that is that how how we were doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, this bitch was forced to resign as the the chair of the DNC over corruption allegations. Oh, do mm. tell really that? Yeah, um, she was the head of the DNC at the time when um, Hillary Clinton called um, Tulsi Gabbard a Russian asset. Uh, She was head of the DNC at the time when, uh, thanks to WikiLeaks, we found out that um, the DNC was getting questions from the debate leaked to them uh, from CNN ahead of time and really that? yeah really yeah oh. it's crazy that's some, that's some history that's that's i mean it's just a it's a big coinky dink um <laughs> but it's a really fucking rich like that this this bitch who who was literally forced to step down over corruption charges <laughs> is like um trying trying to paint this independent journalist as uh as some sort of grifter and he's like i honestly really haven't made that much money at all cuz i now what money i made i've used to hire a whole new team they're like i'm do i'm talking here i'm talking here ah, those Dude, it's so bitches. transparent man it's so fucking transparent man yeah all right, i so just i think i got and my i'm not organs. trying to say i'm not trying to say the republicans Oh, they're are just good. But my God, come on, guys! Like fucking live in the now. Yeah. Well, just take a look at how much money has been spent since the Republicans have controlled the House, which is where spending originates. By the way, you know the the House controls the purse strings. Uh huh. Um. Does it? Does it? Yeah. Uh. Well, allegedly, anyways, it's supposed to be allegedly it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. Um. All right, I got my Orcus here, so um, I'm sure this is a good one. He, and you know what? Do you consider Mexico a reliable yeah. partner in this but, fight? And oh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Uh, is Mexico coming for my ladybug? Regarding fentanyl and <laughs> immigration. Um, Ranking member Graham, we, we are working with Mexico. Uh, on the fight against uh, fentanyl. Are they a reliable partner? We have brought great cases uh, together, and we are looking to enhance our cooperation. Answer the fucking question, dude. Do you consider Mexico a reliable partner in this fight regarding... Um, So, a non-answer. Let's see. uh, My (laughs) orchestra, Cruz, is that the one you're... Yeah. Okay. He had some some good... uh... What What are these wristbands? I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are. This part. Mr. Secretary, you've just testified to the American people you're incompetent at your job because I've been to the southern border. And if you go to the southern border, along the southern border. I can't stand Ted Cruz at this point. (laughs) But I'm sure he's making an excellent point. But I just, he's another one. (laughs) He's he's really fucking hard to like. You done so? (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I, I want to hear. I just, I wanted to throw that out there. Just okay. get it, because I, I know he's probably making an important point, but I fucking, I just hate his face. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just something about it. Dude, every he's time he's slimy, Cruz, he just every time he's slimy. 
every time I see Ted Cruz, all I can think about is our conversation with him coming back from Mexico with corn rolls and just, you know, tan off, tan the fuck up, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I know, uh, well, before people, uh, you know, make make excuses for him, I know he literally had nothing to do with the, the power outages in Texas, but also you're a fucking elected <laughs> official it's kind of bad optics for you to go to vacation in Cancun while the rest of your state is suffering. Again, it's another it's another optic thing, Matt. Yeah, read it, the fucking room, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> man, these people, dude. I know. So anyway, um, I hate uh, Ted Cruz's face, but I'm sure he's going to make a really good point here. You see thousands of these wristbands because the illegal immigrants wear them. The drug cartels, every color corresponds to how many thousands of dollars they owe the cartels. You have turned these cartels into multi-billion dollar criminal organizations. And these are modern day leg irons because these are children being sold into sex slavery. And you don't even know what they are. That is astonishing. Mr. Secretary, how many children have been sold into sex slavery under your administration? Senator, we are taking it to the cartel. How many children have been sold into sex slavery? In an Do you know how many children have been sold into sex slavery? To an unprecedented degree. Mr. Secretary, uh, I want to Nancy's say to you right now. Fumungas. Oh. <laughs> um, let me, let me, let me do a little Ted Cruz bashing. Um, how did it get these numbers? Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> and it, <laughs> does he just want to f- throw out a fake number? Uh, who knows? And this this is like classic Republicans. Like, And Ted Cruz does a good job of it. Uh, Trey Gowdy used to do a really good job oh, of Trey, it back yeah, in the day. Did. Um, yeah, Jim did. Jordan does a good job of it now. Um, they're really good at making these people look like idiots but then nothing fucking happens they get, nothing they get their their little uh sound bite and they get their little viral clip that goes around twitter but nothing fucking happens and the republicans don't do anything like they they had the guy that wanted to build the fucking wall and then they wouldn't give him the money for it you know like they well, had yeah, the cause... guy that wanted to repeal obamacare like they had fo- they had voted forty something times to repeal already, knowing that it wasn't going anywhere because they didn't have the votes. But then they had the votes, and they had the guy that would sign it, and they wouldn't they wouldn't do it because uh, that if they do that, then that that takes a wedge issue off the table for them to to get votes next time. Fucking Republicans are worthless, dude. Yeah, because then it's it's not a camp. You can't use it in campaign anymore. Yeah, it's they're controlled opposition at best. At best. <laughs> controlled opposition. Yep. Trademark. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. I I don't know who's that. That's it's. I don't know who coined that term, but it's true that at best they are controlled opposition. Your behavior is disgraceful, and the deaths, the children assaulted, the children raped, they are at your feet, and if you had integrity, you would resign. Hollywood for ugly people. He's doing a great <laughs> job of acting right now. And I will tell you, the he men might and women... Be the... He might Ted be the... Ted Cruz is... 
is he Hispanic or Mexican descent? What's he's Spanish? Cuban, Cuban, and because oh, okay. um, I remember his his dad was uh, is one that killed JFK, <laughs> according to Trump. What? <laughs> yeah. What? He uh, <laughs> did he just throw that little nugget out there? Um, there's some uh... <laughs> Trump is a creature of the internet. And that was like something that was floating <laughs> around on the internet, and that's and Trump threw it out there. Uh, I don't know if I can't remember if it was one of one of his rallies or during one of the debates. But like, can you imagine being Ted Cruz, like this polished uh, Princeton or Harvard or Yale, where the fuck he went to school? I think it was Yale, um, and he was like the the captain of the debate team. That's what he's known for is just like destroying people in debates. And Donald Trump's like. Uh, your dad killed JFK. Um, <laughs> like, I'm like, start. Oh. Uh, speaking of Mr. Trump, I'm gonna shit off, shit all over him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this episode's kind of have a theme, and apparently it's just optics. Yeah. Like, you know, all this. Like Trump's gonna win this case, okay? He's gonna. It, it, it's looking like it started to fall apart. But you dumb motherfucker. Where did he have his last campaign rally? And wasn't there like some significance of this date? Like he had a campaign rally at fucking Waco. Waco. Was it the Waco? Was it the Waco um, anniversary or some shit? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, it's hard to to nail down an exact uh, anniversary of the Waco siege because it lasted for it was fifty three days, long long fucking time, and they had like loudspeakers blaring the entire time, and oh, and then. You know, you might think this was uh, Russia or somewhere because uh, they burned women and children alive, but no, this was in Waco, Texas, by our uh, friendly neighborhood federal government. Um, like, <laughs> having said that, you dumb motherfucker, or maybe that staff, like, pick a different day, pick a different town. Jesus Christ. Well. I mean, maybe, but also when you see, so like, uh, I'm, I'm going to pull up Adam Kinzinger on Twitter. Uh, fucking Adam Kinzinger. I know. Fucking... But it, it's shit like that that gets him the responses like, uh, this fucking guy tweets a goddamn much that I got to. Is he still a rep? No, he retired because okay. I think he got redistricted out or something like that. Mm. And um, he knew he couldn't win. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but he... <laughs> Here we go. He said, uh, Donald Trump chose to give a speech in Waco on the 30th anniversary of the siege. David Koresh was a murdering child rapist pedophile, in case some forgot. Um, first of all, did David Koresh murder anybody that, that we know of? I, I don't know. I don't... I'm pretty sure murder was not part of why they... They raided the compound over guns. Um, they didn't particularly care about the the child abuse that was going on. It seemed like it was it was over the guns is why they went in and burned people alive. Um, but also, 
like I'm not, I don't care what the leader did. The ATF burned women and children alive. Like that and seems like a that? bigger point of the the remembrance of Waco. Seems like should be. Did you watch that? I watched that Netflix uh, documentary. Like, there's some shady shit. Like, I don't think David Koresh was a solid human being by any standards, but there's some shady government shit. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. I mean, it's like. I mean, it, there's like a lot of the, Zelensky. I don't think he's necessarily uh, the bad guy in this situation by any means. Um, he's your boy, Matt. He's your boy. I, you know, like, really not a big fan of Putin. But that being said, like, you can't say that Putin didn't have a reason to to go into Ukraine <laughs> after all the shit that we've done for the last thirty years. I mean, they 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 clearly said it a long time ago. Like Ukraine's a red line. Ukraine's a red line. Hey, Ukraine's a red line. All right, fuck it. We're going in now. And uh, like, mm, man, yeah. I'm not saying Putin's a good guy, but I'm not saying that we were <laughs> we're we're the good guys either. And in this case, like David Koresh may have been a real sick piece of shit, but. He didn't burn anybody alive. <laughs> you know, fuck, man. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. Matt. Yeah. Matt. I and I can't. I, I don't I don't get where Trump's like sometimes you're like you think Trump's like back on his game because like he, he went out to to East Palestine, Ohio and was handing out water and shit and and talking shit on Biden because Biden was in Ukraine instead of uh, dealing with this natural disaster. Like, that was fucking brilliant politicking. <laughs> Waco and talking shit on uh, Ron DeSantis, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I don't know. It's like, maybe he's lost his edge a little bit. But then, I don't know, that guy's still a fucking juggernaut. I, I don't... He can he can still taste that White House, Matt. I that's, know I, it's it's clouding everything. He's seeing the fuckery that's happened. He's looking at people like me, like ah, you guys uh, got what you wanted. Uh, maybe uh, old Donald Trump ain't looking too bad. Fuck, man. I I know it, and if it comes down to it, I'll vote for him over over Biden. But <sighs> god damn it, dude, like. Wish there was, like, somebody just, like, remotely better. Like, just... And also not so fucking old. God damn. They're oh, just, fuck, they're, they're all, all fucking so old. old. So they're old. They're ancient, dude. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's fucking crazy. And, uh... It, I, what, what do you think on this, uh... This New York indictment thing? Like... I... Oh, I... I've been listening to uh, my favorite, um, Jonathan Turley. Oh, yeah. Turley's good. Turley's great. He he was just saying, like, you know, um, like, he could be popped on this other stuff. But this case right here is fucking weak. Well, and, and he talked about, he talked about how Clinton had paid off 
somebody or something, you know? Yeah. And it's just... Well, it's, and, and the way he's... This DA is trying to run it. So he's he's not even a state prosecutor. He's a, he's a municipal prosecutor. Oh no! Really? Yeah, because he's just the he's just the Manhattan DA. Like he's uh, he's he's not a he's not a New York State prosecutor. Um, he he like he's the like he's that precinct, <laughs> just the Manhattan precinct DA, uh, DA. And this law that he's he's pursuing under New York State law is a misdemeanor. But he's trying, like, there, and I guess there's some new campaign finance law that they put in place because of Trump. Um, that now, and it hasn't been tested before. He would, it would, he's trying to charge him as a, a felony under federal election crimes, of which he has no jurisdiction over. Like once it, once it becomes a FEC violation, then it becomes a federal crime, and and this guy can't prosecute a federal crime. Like he can only prosecute New York City law and New York State law. Huh. yeah. So, and I take that with a a grain of salt. I don't know. I don't know how accurate that is. Um, We're... but it, but it seems seems pretty fucking weak, and it's. It's not like they. Uh, it's not like that he hid the payment to say a former British spy to dig up. <laughs> that was that was brought up too. Yeah, it's not like he he did that to dig up um, dirt on a political um, opponent. No, it was to cover up for an affair that uh, everybody knows happened now. So like. I think he's kind of in the right for for going to get his money back because the money was there so that nobody would find out that he fucked the bitch. <laughs> you know, like um, as uh, as bad as it may seem, I think Donald Trump was in the right on that one. Like he was like, "Fuck you! I paid you. <laughs> how does how come everybody knows about it now? If if uh, if I paid you and you didn't say anything like you were supposed to." That Michael Cohen is a slippery little fuck. Oh man, not slippery enough. He's he he did some hard time. <laughs> wait 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 how how long has he done? Mm, I think he did about a year, eighteen months, something like that. I can't remember for sure, but um. Well, then uh, what what is Stormy Daniels' uh, lawyer too? Oh yeah. That dude was gonna run for mayor, right? Uh, was he gonna run for New York mayor? I think shit? so. And then he wow, uh, he got uh, charged and then <laughs> convicted on a whole different, um, on a whole different thing. Like he he screwed Nike out of a bunch of money or some shit. Dude, you can't make it up, man. It's fucking, you can't make it up. It's fucking insane, dude. Like uh, the government has 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 went from being like. Oscar-winning, um, you know, movies to like daytime. What Mex they are now? Yeah, daytime Mexican soap operas. Those telenovelas, but they love them. I know, but also, it's also like um, it's a mix between a, a daytime soap opera and like 
woke slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> woke slam poetry. Yeah. I don't know okay. if there's any other type of slam poetry, honestly. De- is is death com jam poetry? De- um, maybe I don't know. I feel um, like it would be the same presentation. Maybe, um, Def Jam was at least funny, dude. Um, black guys are the funniest people on earth. I think that are old Mexican guys. I have to disagree. Hmm. The uh, the gays are hilarious. Mm, the gays are pretty goddamn funny too. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put them right up there with uh, with black dudes, old Mexican dudes, gay guys. Cowboys are pretty fucking funny. Um, military guys are pretty fucking funny. Everybody's uh, funny. White women are not funny. <laughs> It's funny how unfunny they are. Like that—that's what makes uh, white women funny—is—is is how annoying they are. Um, <laughs> we're, we're gonna throw that little chestnut out. Uh yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, since since men are just taking over everything uh. that women do and doing it better, I mean. I might as well just let them know. It's like, hey, you guys aren't funny either. So, um, just so you know. Oh, speaking of two, um, Andrea AOC um, oh, yeah. put out some tweet. You know what, what I'm talking about? Oh, no, no. She, she, I was just she had a video. <laughs> she had a video. Okay. Something about how the real problem is straight. Uh, cis men, straight, yeah, straight cis men. That's that's the ultimate problem, you know, in all this craziness. Um, so it's our fault. I'm I'm gonna I'm looking it up on. Oh, okay. Acts on trans and LGBT people are actually many of these disgusting and insinuating attacks on trans and LGBT people. Yes, are actually projections of what predatory cisgender and often straight men do when left alone in the presence of women or sometimes horribly children. So instead of getting you to challenge the patriarchy, they're trying to get you to challenge the very gender expressiveness that challenges patriarchy. Don't get it twisted because a lot of people attacking drag are projecting. Many. Um, So first point, um, she's she's probably talking about us, Mm -hmm. apparently. Um, and I think I've probably been to, I don't know, maybe 10 drag shows. Okay. Like we, we went like, I don't think I'm the problem. No. And also I, I don't know if I've ever been to like an explicitly drag show. I've seen some homophobe. I've been seeing some skits and stuff of guys in drag, but that's not my thing. Um, I grew up in a pretty, uh, I wouldn't say homophobic. It was just uh, anti-homosexual. fashioned Yeah, it was, it, was, <laughs> it was more anti-homosexual. They weren't scared of them by any yeah. means. It was, it was, yeah, it was an old-fashioned type of, type of deal, like where, where homie don't play that. I don't really care, but the drag stuff's not really my thing. I, I don't care, but it's not, it's not my thing. So You're I've, not going out and attacking them, Matt? 
No, I don't. I don't. I really don't care. But and and I don't. My kids don't go to public school. We we homeschool, and they when they do um, like in in class stuff, it's at a church. So I'm not worried about the drag influence. You know, infesting my children. Like I, I made sure that's not going to happen. Um, but that being said, like if my, I've got a couple nieces that go to public school and if there was some dude in a thong wanting to come read them Tom Sawyer, I'm, I would have a little bit of an issue with that. Not against the guy and not against Tom Sawyer and not, not, nothing particularly against what they're dressing like, but why are you trying to read that to my 10 year old niece? That seems a little fucking weird. You know, <laughs> like it seems a little fucking weird, and that's where I have an issue with it. Almost both. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So be it. <laughs> so oh be man, I'm faded, dude. It's all you're, good. It's all good. Your boomer hour trying to uh, get the uh, get the uh, sound on really, really uh, got to me, dude. I my uh, my batting average this last. Uh, Three episodes has not been, not been. I'm 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 batting zero for three. I'll never make the Hall of Fame this way. You're not. You you're fucking it up. Fucking it up for everybody. Um. Anyhow, well, uh, the world's still fucked up, but there's some funny shit if you look for it. There's a lot of funny shit if you look for it. I mean, the New York Post quoted a dude that got punched in the balls but identifies as a female and was crying about her balls still hurt so bad after going through TSA. I mean, if you can't laugh at that, like, what, what, what's wrong with you? Who hurt you? If you, can't laugh, just, if you can't laugh at that, who fucking hurt you? I just feel like every time I go through the TSA, I don't know if I'll say it, but I'll surely be thinking, don't tap my nuts, bro. My balls don't, still hurt so bad. <laughs> don't thump me, bro. <laughs> uh, don't thump me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I feel like you have a lot of uh, little one-liners in this episode that you could really run with, McKinley. I think so. I think so. Um, yeah. Move your ass. We're burning daylight. Don't thump me, bro. Don't thump me, bro. Stupid. <laughs> God damn it. Good guys and guys. Cowboys and Indians. Sinners and saints. Masters and minions. They're all the same to me. They're all the same to me. Winners and losers.
fortune and failure 